Hello and welcome to the Can't Race for Shed podcast, the only CRS podcast this week that hasn't been told to pack its bag by David Coulthard. Also known as Flash Gordon. <laughs> this week's episode is called Dick Van Bike. Because it's the only thing we're going to be talking about this week is dicks and bikes. Um, and well, we are dicks, so yeah, kind of um, makes sense. I'm joined here by my regular co-host, Jimmy. Say good day, Jimmy. Yeah, hey, everyone. Uh, currently, my ADHD is is sending into overdrive, so I'm doing the podcast, but also playing Cricket 19. I've just uh, hook-shotted under they picked the Quayo for four, something I will never, ever do in real life. Because Jimmy is not a real-life cricket player. He is, just not a very good one. <laughs> so, we have a long list of things we have to talk about this evening. No, we don't. <laughs> no, we really don't. <laughs> We're going to wing this one. We've got like four things to talk about and then yeah. we've run out of shit. So expect maybe a two, two and a half hour podcast this week. Yeah, yeah. We're going to keep it on the short side. <laughs> Speaking of short, Yuki Sonoda. Ah, oh, Yuki. Yuki's had his contract renewed. Good old Yuki. He's done nothing but Bahrain, according to him. Oh yeah, but to be honest, he's fucking right. <laughs> What's he done apart from Bahrain? Um, he did force the meme where he reversed into the barrier at Paul Ricard and shook the rear wing of the car in slow motion. Um, and then people applied the song "Wiggle Wiggle Wiggle" doo, 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 <laughs> as he crashed. <laughs> he did that. That was a thing. I was proud of him. But he's crashed at almost every race, or like almost every round. He's yes. crashed at least once. The, the damage bill is Helmut Marco is going to need to suck some dick on the side. Yeah, but the odd thing is, Helmut Marco is the guy that will have given him another contract. So I, I, get the I don't get that. Yuki Sonoda's got something on Helmut Marco. Just I don't know what it is. Whether it's in decent pictures, maybe pictures of Yuki with Helmut's penis in his mouth. I don't know, because it's not like they've even got to keep him for the fact of Honda engines anymore. I was just about to say that, yeah. So he hasn't performed that well. He isn't bound by the Honda contract anymore no. as an incentive to keep him. And And yet... You know, Sergio Perez has a couple of not brilliant races and all of a sudden Helmut Marcus go, no, I want him out. He's, he's questioning him again, isn't he? Actually, the only decent thing um, Perez has done was Baku. Yeah, he won. Yes, yeah. Um, I mean, oh, at the and moment... Paul Ricard. He did really well at Paul Ricard. I mean, obviously, at the moment, y- Yuki Tsunoda has been comprehensive intensively beaten by Gasly. It's, it's making Gasly look brilliant. It is, actually. If, you, if you're Gasly's promoter, you are just rolling in croissants at the minute. Do you, do you think Gasly's promoter might actually be Marco's son? And that's... that's... I doubt it, because why would they kick him from the main team? That's that's the thing. Is he's his promoters, his new promoters. <laughs> Suddenly, he's just like, yeah, it's cool. Don't worry. We're, we're, Yuki's going to fix this for us. Dad, Yuki, it's fine. He'll come good. 
speaking of helmets, David Coulthard. <laughs> the man, the legend, the helmet. <laughs> what was it? He was caught for, or he was arrested for public nudity. Yes, because he thought he was on the nudist beach. Oh, is that <laughs> actually what happened? Yeah, he thought he was on a nudist beach. Um, did he, did he not? Nudist beach, who knows? Did he, did he not look around? Apparently, he forgot to do the checking. To, so he was the whether... only one naked on a, on assumingly a public beach with other people there. He was the only one with his cock out, and he didn't think anything was suspicious. Yep, yep. I think you've probably got that one on the nose. That that was. Can can you see his problem? So he he was arrested for for that. And that clearly was... used his one phone call to have a go at Yuki Sonoda. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's it's. We're not saying David Coulthard is the smartest man in the world. Yeah, although I think I've mentioned this previously on the podcast. Have you been to see the comments section under his profile picture? I have not. I it's it's definitely worth a look because um there's this one girl who seems to really, really like David Coulthard. Like really like David Coulthard. And she says possibly the most cringeworthy stuff I've seen for quite some time. But why? I'm not saying she really likes him. I'm not saying there's anything like inherently wrong with David Coulthard. He's not. He's not the worst. David Coulthard trying to put on a helmet is quite literally the best human equivalent of trying to put a square peg in a round hole. I'd say David Coulthard trying to put on a helmet is literally a helmet trying to wear a helmet. That's that man. That man has the squarest head. Known to man, literally known to man. There is no one with a squarer head. Mark Webber went to enter that competition and was kicked out. <laughs> Mark Webber does have a pretty square head. I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah, it, it it was shown the exit. He he. He thought he might have had a shot at it, but he's just gone for the... He can't even win a biggest chin competition, actually, against against Coulthard. Win a big... But wasn't there a story of, like, Monaco one year where David Coulthard borrowed one of Michael Schumacher's helmets? And all I want to know is how? how would, why would Michael Schumacher have actually given him a helmet? Like, Michael was famous for, you know, red with stars on it for, you know... Winning championships. I think, um, I think uh, as a genuine thing, I think it was maybe Monaco nineteen ninety six when we had those like really rainy conditions. I think David Coulthard couldn't see. Possibly Schumacher was worried about being taken out, and he loaned him a helmet. I I could be completely wrong. It could be someone else. Hey, um, I I don't. I think you're fine. But Coulthard has never, in a rainy condition, ever taken out Schumacher. I don't think that's a thing. No. That's never taken happened. Taking out half the field. Actually, taking out nearly all the field, yes. <laughs> I, think, I think you've missed my sarcasm there, where David Coulthard has 
definitely been part of an accident with Michael Schumacher and done that. No. Yeah, f- f- fairly famous incident. I'm well aware. Ah, good. I, d- I honestly thought you were being too young then to... Uh, you probably. Were... You if I wasn't watching, that. like, top 10 Formula One moment copula- compilations, I probably would be too young. You're just having a fucking moment where you're like, yep, Sesame Street. I was watching Sesame Street at the time. Hang on, what year was it? Uh, 98? I was negative one. Negative one. It wasn't even Sesame Streeting. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, I, I don't feel old. I was but a mere twinkle in my dad's eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, I love, anyway. I love feeling old. <laughs> Why? Well, you do it so often. Just because you make me. That's, to be honest, there's older people that listen to this podcast. So, yeah, you lot, enjoy the Jimmy's age. Yeah. Um, just in case you needed a reminder, even though I was born in 1999, I am 22. How old do you feel now? Um, it seems as I'm almost 10 years older than you. Quite sad. <laughs> Quite yeah. sad indeed. So the only other real bit of Formula One news is that Sebastian Vettel has been confirmed at Aston Martin. So too has Lance Stroll. No real surprise there. Although yeah. credit to people for thinking there was a slight chance he wasn't going to be offered a contract. What, Vettel or Stroll? <laughs> um, Stroll. Well, people were talking uh, about, but they were going to move... Seb over to um, um, Mercedes. Uh, yeah. What are you not drinking? I want some. But seriously. Max, mate. <laughs> you weren't one of those people, though, were you? No, God, no. Um, but my favourite thing was when they had, like, um, here's a list of people or like confirmed driver lineups for 2022. And I think at Aston Martin, because Seb still has his contract, I think it said Sebastian Vettel and blank. I don't... As if they're not going to put in Lance Stroll in that car. I fully think Lance Stroll hate or Lawrence Stroll hates his son. I genuinely believe that. I just don't think, like, not that much. I, why buy him a team? Why buy him two teams? Yeah, I, I just I firmly believe he definitely hates his own son, just not not enough to kick him out of his F one team that he brought his son. Yes, why couldn't you have been Max Verstappen? I th- that Max is him upside the head. Genuinely, a question I think he asks his son <laughs> frequently. Also, Whilst fair... rubbing himself with maple syrup or something. Yeah, I'm also. Fairly sure that if like there's definitely been some adoption papers, hasn't there, written up, just in case there's a chance he could adopt Max. Yeah. I look. I don't know if it's the fake tan, but does does Lance Stroll seem a lot whiter than his dad? Out of curiosity. What are you insinuating? This is now my curiosity. What are you? 
nothing. I'm not insinuating anything. If if Lawrence Stroll or Lawrence Stroll's hired hitmen are listening, ah, I'm not good. insinuating a thing. Yeah, don't, don't, <laughs> don't, don't get us in trouble here. I don't, I don't want to die. But I'm just saying, he looks a lot darker than Lance does. What's well, all the fake tan from his? Well, you know, just from billionaire stuff, I imagine. Why, why do billionaires do that? They get a lot of money and then all of a sudden decide, I would like to look like a Dorito. Because what else do you do with all that money other than Dorito? Hire like 12 girls with nothing to lose. <laughs> Isn't that his son? Maybe some cocaine, maybe some blackjack. Who knows? I wouldn't be turning myself orange. I would be um, doing Durex out of business, as it were. <laughs> okay. So I feel like we've established he was the, the billionaire. Yes. Of all, all, all the money. And then you could adopt a F1 son, Max. I'd, I'd I'd have a go myself, mate. If I was honest, realize your shit. Get a max. Doesn't doesn't matter, mate. I bought the fucking car. <laughs> Just rolling around at the back. Now you still got to be within the one hundred and seven percent rule. Put put uh, put Daniel Ricardo in the car and go. Look, mate. We will give you the keys to this thing. You can design it any way you want. We can put any braking system in it you want. We'll just build this thing around you and I'll hang at the back. I'm just hang. I'll be back here. Don't worry about me. <laughs> yeah, because when he comes to lap me, I'll let him straight past. And then all of a sudden, I'll channel my inner Nikita Mazepin. Danny Ricardo, bloody 2023 world champion. Okay. This is a pretty convoluted plan. And I don't think it's in my head. That's fine, as long as it works in your head. Yeah, I'll just uh, pay the timing guys, the, the like timing and scoring guys, to keep me just in the 107% rule. I'm so glad you're putting this much thought into this. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad we've had... You can, had, do, a, you can do a lot, had, billions. Had the, had the ramble <laughs> to, to get to just, this point. <laughs> I just need to put a Ferrari power unit in the back. Why would you want to put a Ferrari power unit in the back? Because then I could do illegal shit and the FIA won't question it. Oh, God, that is... That's <laughs> next level, that. Fuck, it. I was honestly thinking you were just really <laughs> stupid. It's not. What's that? Second turbo. <laughs> Looks all right to me. Sure, why hasn't everyone else done this? That's... <laughs> That's nice that filter you got there. <laughs> Do you know? I had, I had some really high hopes for the old Ferrari, and they were like, "Yeah, we've we've new new engined. It's it's going to be brilliant. It's coming in for for Monza, obviously." <laughs> oh, wasn't great, was it? Continuing on with the theme of my cheating, are those four extra cylinders? <laughs> Yeah, no, they're, they're needed to make the car run. Ah, makes sense. 
What's this? What's this displacement? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a four and a half litre V12. What? Yep, that'll do. <laughs> Buy what? turbo V12. Oh god. <laughs> well, is, is that is that a supercharger? <laughs> yes. Why does why does this engine have something on it that could buy Max's hopes and dreams? Why is that printed on the side? <laughs> Look, mate, I'm not sure we can. Ah, uh, 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 I'm with Ferrari. Yeah, you, you got to be careful. <laughs> no, you don't. Even if they do discover something illegal, Ferrari will just pay them off. Yeah. Yeah, that is definitely the way that happens. I'm sorry for anyone that doesn't think Ferrari definitely have something on on the FIA. Like, think about it. I don't. I don't think they have something on the FIA like illegal photographs. I think they just go, "We're Ferrari, fuck you," and the FIA goes, "All right, (laughs) we will leave." Will you? Yeah, we'll. We'll leave, and then you'll be left with an F1 without... For, well, is that really that big of a deal? Or don't. <laughs> like, yeah. Let's face it. Does F1 die without Ferrari? G- genuine, genuine question. Happy to put it out to everyone else. Does F1 die without Ferrari? Um... They're more expensive in everything. Is, 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 is that a thing? I'm going to say no. But I, it would I, die, I, I in, it would it die in all of Italy. I still don't think it'd die in Italy. And it'd be that much of a financial... It'd be a noticeable financial hit to all attendance records. I, I just don't think it would have that much of a... I think yes, you would definitely lose a large, large percentage of your Monza crowd. Absolutely. But Which I... actually, you've just reminded me, was so poor they're thinking of cancelling the Mon- uh, Monza Grand Prix in years to come. What? Because Italy's so poor? No, because the crowd at Monza was so low. Yeah, but wasn't that deliberate? I, I don't know. Well, it was limited numbers, wasn't it? Because of that thing that keeps going around that apparently you can just be ill. Yes, I'm finding that out this week, actually. I uh, have my COVID test today. And uh, actually, as I was having the COVID test, it's my first ever, which actually means I haven't been, you know, sick, sick since the pandemic started March last year. Yeah. So pretty yep. proud of that. Yeah, same here. Um, so when the lady was administering the test, she's like, all right, we don't go as deep in the nose as we used to uh, because we've had a lot of complaints and they've sort of modified the test so we can do it, you know, not quite as far in the nose. Because apparently um, my dad had it and he said they try and high-five your brain with a cotton bun. <laughs> um, your dad's actually funny. God, we should get him on there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate, he's in bed by six PM every night. I fucking strongly actually he'll be he'll be up soon. Um, Let's get your dad on. 
Uh, uh, so as I say, anyway, um, as she's administering the test, I'm like, yeah, this isn't so bad. This is this isn't bad at all. I'm sitting here, staying still, being good. You know, she's gonna do her thing, and then I'll be on my way. And all of a sudden, she goes, "Oh, I'm sorry, it'll be over in just a minute." I'm like, "What do you What do you know about? I'm not complaining or anything." And I just feel this solitary tear run from my right eye. As Jimmy realised he had an erection. She was quite pretty. <laughs> In my defence. <laughs> Even under the face mask and with the white robot, you could tell. <laughs> you knew. Yeah. Oh dear. I have to say, like, I've, I've recently had to do my first COVID test and I found out there will be no one queuing up at my glory hole. The moment, actually... the moment it touched the back of my throat, the gag we, reflex. Uh, we had this conversation before we came on and I said, yeah, no, I get exactly the same way at the dentist. My, uh, my gag reflex is quite terrible. Um, so basically, if I were to be gay... I would only have to do butt stuff. I can only do butt stuff. Yeah, same here. Like, there's, there's, there's no way unless someone wants a really terrible blowjob. It's not a thing. Sorry, sorry to all all gay men everywhere. I'm yeah, not. And, and look, we're we're men, so we know that a handjob is is no good. It's it's just put put it in your mouth. Just stop <laughs> yeah. messing around with it. Stop. <laughs> Flicking it about, just put it in your mouth. <laughs> I used to have a guy I used to work with. Um, it's an old fellow. Apparently, um, him and his ex-girlfriend, if it was um, her time of the month and he was trying it on and she would go, it's it's not happening. His response was, your mouth's not bleeding, is it, though? <laughs> that relationship I- didn't last. He was right, <laughs> yeah, but it didn't he, last. He, he was too good for her is what happened there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, we've, we've tangent this hard. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's, let's get back on course <laughs> before we tangent again, inevitably. Think, obviously, we, we've that's, there's very little F1 news this week. It's like... Even after That's the incident, okay. that everyone's calmed out. But the only other thing I've got is, obviously, Lewis won Silverstone. Max won in the Netherlands. Yes. Daniel Ricciardo is part Italian. Yeah. And the next Grand Prix is... Russia. Yes. Which is which is just corrupt enough for a Haas win. It's... <laughs> it's... What the hell happened there? Hello. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. Sorry for everyone, but we're going to literally sellotape these two podcasts together now. Um, I was going to say, we're going to do like part one and part two. Yeah, well, basically, um, I'm not going to put an intermission in between the two. I'm literally just going to have that last one go blank and then this one taped into it seamlessly. So it's going to come in going, what the hell happened there? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Which is exactly <laughs> your reaction to how the Russian Grand Prix will happen. It, yes, pretty much. As I was saying, wins. it's it's the Valtteri Bottas Grand Prix of Russia. Ah, yes the 
But Valtteri, this is James. No, I'm talking about the VTB signs everywhere. Oh, I haven't seen them. What do you mean you haven't seen them? Serious? You're the main sponsor of the Russian Grand Prix and you haven't seen them. No. It's the Russian Grand Prix. It's a terror it's a it's a really shit track. To be fair, actually the theme park looks better. The theme park that's on the outside looks alright. Yeah, it's not a great racetrack. I don't uh, does does anyone genuinely look at the Russian Grand Prix? Oh, this is good. Good. I think it will be. I think it will be. Charles up. Max has got a free place grid penalty. Uh, yeah, words. Max has got a free place grid penalty for it. Which he, he has. Even if, even if the incident was his fault, he did not deserve a three place grid penalty. It's a bit much. Um, which, either way, he's got to take an engine penalty. Red Bull aren't expecting this to be their race, which yeah, I would he argue might, he, he might he, have to come through from like twentieth. Which again, that Red Bull in Max's hands will make will make that up. He will be back in the points, looking at potentially a top five finish, easy. So d- d- if they do that, you're looking at. Probably Lewis and Valtteri qualifying at the top. Perez being around. We get another Valtteri. This is James. Because Valtteri seems very good at that Russian track. He always seems to have had a knack for it. Yeah, but will he do it? Yes, he will. Knowing he's going to Alpha. Yeah, I still imagine he will. Why? Because um, you don't burn your bridges. And Toto uh, Wolf has what? a lot of sway within the paddock. I was going to say, what, you think he's going to get hired by Mercedes again? I don't think he's going to get hired by Mercedes, but... <sighs> he's either going to see out the rest of his days at... Alpha, which at is Ferrari-controlled. Yeah, or at some point someone in a Merc-powered team that's doing slightly better, your you Danny Rick or or Lando, if they don't stay there, then there's enough sway for them, for, for Toto to sit there and go, we're giving you your engines. Would you like a discount for a Valtteri? Would you like <laughs> a discount for a Valtteri? <laughs> I get a better engine and someone who moves out of the way? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's just... It, it just makes sense. You don't want to burn your bridges, especially when it is a Toto backing you who is that influential. Oh, Aston Martin needs another driver. Have a Valtteri. No. <laughs> Seb's retiring. To be, Have a Valtteri. To, to be fair, <coughs> that if you if you are Lawrence Stroll and you, you know, Contrary to what we believe, you like your son. Get him a Valtteri for Christmas. Yeah. He's a teammate that'll do anything, and when he wins, to whom it may concern. Which is not you, Lawrence Stroll. Please keep me. I want my contract. Yeah. it's (laughs) You don't walk away and burn all your... Unless you're leaving Ferrari, and then you savour their shit. 
Because that is yeah, the because... strategy of everyone that leaves Ferrari. But to be fair, Ferrari have fucked over everyone who's left Ferrari. You don't leave Ferrari happy, as we've established. Well, that's, that's one of the things. And one of the things I was really hoping they were going to look into in the Senna document, or not Senna, the Schumacher documentary on Netflix. Which, Which if you haven't watched like it, the end of 2000. Well, it was uh, the end argument. of 2006, yeah. Yeah, what's that argument? One of the reasons why he left wasn't his own choice. It was the fact that Schumacher was becoming bigger than Ferrari. And apparently, that realm within Ferrari was starting to upset some of the big wigs that Schumacher had so much power within the team. And that was one of the reasons why he actually originally retired. And then they won one more world championship with the base that Schumacher gave them and then have won fuck all since. Yeah. Even yeah. when cheating. They're, they're, yeah, they've won exactly nothing. Seb came close, bless him. <laughs> he did, and then they fucked him over too. Lost all his hair. I'm pretty sure he went to the same place Lewis got his from. And then, as long as as long as he doesn't go to the same place Lewis gets his clothes from, we're all right. Have you seen the thing he wore to the Met Gala? Like, I don't usually pay attention to this shit, but it was like a traditional suit jacket top with a tie, and then what I, looked like a fucking bridal train for pants. I like, I like what he was doing there. Um, he, he got a load of his friends together, and they only wore black designers to support black designers and bits. I don't get all the like modern fashion and I haven't done for forever. Like when you see them walking down the catwalk sometimes and you're like, no one's the wearing that. that. Yeah, the fuck is that? Like when show, someone shows up in an egg. Yeah, I, d- I don't get a lot of his fashion choices. Clearly he's a bit more woke than I am and all that. No, I don't fucking get it. I've, I've Jeans and a t-shirt, that's fashion. <laughs> it's it's James May. Yeah, it's literally what I have on right now. It's jeans and a fucking t-shirt. It's a long sleeve t-shirt, but that that's my fashion. I don't really I don't step outside my box. I don't claim to know about these things. So yeah, i he can wear what he likes, but sometimes he does look like a bit of a twat. What do you mean sometimes? And also what I was gonna say he Yes, he was dressed like a bit of a twat at Met Gala. He then definitely went off and banged one of those um, Instagram models afterwards. Why wouldn't you? Why he, wouldn't he, you? he got pictured going into a, her hotel. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, there's a story. Look, All look, of a sudden, got... I like him a lot more. There is there is a story of him going into with her into her hotel after the Met Gala thing. She's an Instagram model, and I don't think they were going in there to um count who earns more per picture. No, actually, hang on. <laughs> he's he's vegan, isn't he? Yes. He'd have no interest in her, mate. They were going to get manicures or some shit. <laughs> well. <laughs> Uh, I think everyone's pretty sure they weren't getting manicures. It's uh, apparently no, that he's got, is the only he's got no interest Lewis. in girls, mate. 
Apparently that night was the only night Lewis Hamilton was interested in eating cats like the Chinese. A, li- a little raw and a bit fresh. <laughs> We've lost done it. <laughs> anyway, we should get back on to the, the more serious stuff. There was not one, not two, but three bike races on the weekend and Oh yeah. Two of them were palatable. One of them was just shit. Oh. Cool. Carry on. Tell me about these bikes. So what I need you to do is as I run through this, I need you to do me a favor. And it will give you an opportunity to make fun. I just need you to look up the MotoGP poll time because the track they're at is Mazzano, and I happen to know that a, a half-decent lap on ACC is like a 134. Possibly. I, I'll be honest. I, I, I don't know around there. So I'm, I would go uh, online and look up the time for you, but I'm afraid to open another app on my phone because I don't want to shut the call down <laughs> just in case... It does that because, like, we've already had one technical difficulty tonight. So I'm going to assume that the bikes did it in three days. Three days. Um, actually, quite interestingly, it's it's the bikes' fault that they run Mazzano the way they do. It used to be run in reverse, so the Curvonis would start as a really slow left hander. And then they'd get progressively faster and faster and faster and wind onto the straight. But it was because of a, an American guy called Wayne Rainey had such an, a large accident, he's permanently in a wheelchair. They thought, oh, we need to change this a bit. And one of the Italians said, ah, bugger it, we'll run it in reverse. Job done. So, so is, that, is that now the way the GTs run it as well? Yes. So Do it you... used to be, yeah, it used to be the other way around. So do you know what the poll time was? I do not. I thought you were going to proclaim that the bikes were faster than GT3s. I thought no, that was I what was your was going to be. Asking. <laughs> uh, that's what I, I would were... sincerely hope. I thought you were making some sort of grand point. Of, we were faster than GT3s. And it's like, no, because oh, I'm, I'm not even 100% confident we were. The pin, the pinnacle of bikes, is as fast as the thing we tag onto the end of the actual prototype racing. Woohoo! We, uh, yeah, we um, <laughs> we were equal at Silverstone, so I'm not, I'm not so, not so confident. The pinnacle and... of bikes were just as fast as the thing we tag onto a race weekend. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking success, lads. Pack up, go home. We've, anyway. we've achieved mediocrity. Anyway, so the Moto3 race was the first race to happen in the weekend. And it was your, your usual affair for the first probably three laps. One Vespa and then all of overtook us... another Vespa. Shortly followed <laughs> by 40 other Vespas. So it was your usual sort of 15 bike battle for the lead for the first couple of laps. And then this little angry short guy called Romano Fanati, who is undeniably a dick. Actually, is at that Italian? track, 
He is. Mine's well, Vespa. So you might remember, and it was actually at that same track a couple of years ago, he reached over and grabbed the front brake lever of Stefano Manzi. Oh, is he that guy? He is that guy, yes. Fucking legend. So because of that, he got demoted from Moto2 all the way back down to Moto3, and he just hasn't worked his way back out yet. But he got quite some lead. Well, you know what? His his mistake in Moto2 was the fact that he realised he wasn't Valentino Rossi and couldn't just kick people. (laughs) That's the goal. You get yourself real big, and you can kick whoever you like, or pull a break. Fuck it. Do what you like when when you're big in the sport. I would really like to argue with that statement. However, that is 100% fact. Fucking right it is. It just, it just is. Oh, um, I know bikes because Jimmy told me two weeks ago. <laughs> anyway. Um, so he got out to like a two and a half, three second lead. And for Moto3, that is race over. Job done. Go home. He's won. And then all of a sudden, as you're watching this sort of like 14 bike battle for second place, you hear this weird scraping noise. He's fucking chucked it down the road in the most innocuous way possible, and he's just completely destroyed the bike. Like, There's no way of hopping on and continuing the race, so he's blown what was pretty much a guaranteed lead. And then all of a sudden, these sort of 14 or so bikes that were battling for second place all of a sudden realize they're battling for the lead and then they go absolutely mental. That's right. So it, in sort of layman's terms, he, he at one point was the only 18-year-old a bar full of hot cougars and then he blew chunders on the dance floor. Yes. Oh, what, f- what fucking idiot. <laughs> and then Moto Two happened, and it was yep. boring. boring. Yeah, so you told you. Basically, boring. basically, what's happened, and I'll try and put this um in the best Formula One terms I can. So, what everyone thinks is going to happen with Lewis Hamilton and George Russell is currently happening with the Red Bull KTM IO team in Moto2. So they've got two guys who are at the top of their game. They're both moving up to MotoGP next year. And that team, for some reason, has found a way to just absolutely blitz the rest of the field, either through talent or I'm guessing there's some witchcraft going on there. Right, it's motorbikes. There's always... there's always witchcraft, it's motorbikes. But what you got to understand is the only things teams can change is the fairing material and the chassis. Like basically the, the, the essential like skeleton of the bike. The engine, the brakes, the ECU, the tires, uh, the handlebars, the suspension, everything else like that is all completely controlled and it comes from the FIM every weekend. Who the hell's so It's the Federacion de Insignazza Nali de Motociclisme. Oh. So basically the FIA, but for bikes. God, I'm genuinely upset I even asked. <laughs> um, so basically you rock up on a Wednesday, right? 
and they go, here are your parts for the weekend so that you can't pre-program anything, you can't like cheat in any significant way. Oh, it's a spec series. Yes, but it's as, as controlled and as fair as a spec series can be. Money still plays a part, and there are good teams and bad teams. GP2. Yes, but it's as controlled a spec series as you could probably get, as is Moto3, but they have a little bit more influence. The teams can control the exhaust system and I think a couple of the computers on board. Uh, but yeah, all they can change in Moto2 is the fairing material, the fairing design, like the overall shape of the bike and the chassis. That's it. I d- I Everything gen- else comes from the FIM. Genuinely, now you said, but in Moto3, they can control some of the um, computers. But that guy was running Windows. I That's think he why was running I think he was running option 13, mate. No, no, he was running, he was running Windows and it just fucking crashed on him. <laughs> yeah, but you were watching the battle for a second and all of a sudden you just hear this scraping noise. Right, so go on, what happened uh, in, in the actual MotoGP race? Um, well, we'll finish up Moto2. So there's this rookie called oh Raul God, we're not Fernandez. Done. No, no, we're not. So there's this rookie called Raul Fernandez, and he's battling with his teammate who is Australian, and his name is Remy Gardner. He is Wayne Gardner's son. Even if you don't know Wayne Gardner from MotoGP, he has done a couple of Bathursts, and I think he did a full season of V8 Supercars Rings in the late 90s, early 2000s. So he's got to be like really disappointed in his son, but he's gone on to bikes. What? No, he started with bikes. He was the first Australian world champion ever yes, at he's, bikes. Yes, he started on bikes, realised cars were much faster and better, went to them, and now his son's getting on the bike, and now he has to look at him in the same way that Lawrence Stroll looks at Lance Stroll. Bitter disappointment. Be... Wishes he was better, and considering murdering him. To, to be fair, actually, it's a running joke in our household because uh, two or three years ago, Wayne Gardner was in the Moto2 paddock and he was arrested for punching a Japanese police officer in the head. I don't know what happened. That's all the information that was ever released. He wouldn't take his son. It's like, please, it's a disappointment. And the officer's like, I'm not going to do a really racist Japanese accent here. I'm above that. No, I can't tell no, you son. <laughs> and then, as, he... as soon as you said, I'm above that, I said, no, fuck you, are not. <laughs> and then he punched him in the head because he wouldn't do it. Because let's face it, if there's an easy place to sell a child, it's probably to a Chinese policeman. Japanese. J- Japanese. Let's, let's at least clear that up. That's fine. The Korean Peninsula is a lot far away. Yeah, so this guy, Raul Fernandez, has won the last two races with a broken right hand. And I, I know you've never ridden a motorcycle. I know you've never had anything well, I've in, a racing, bike. in a racing capacity. I raced my friends. But the right hand is essential 
for just about everything you do on a bike. It's if it's broken, it is incredibly difficult, near impossible to ride, let alone win back to back races and at he, a world championship level. He did it, which means he's better than everyone else. Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> he's he's coming on form. And basically, the championship is between those two guys. Everyone else has been ruled out already. I think there's five rounds to go. And everyone else has been ruled out except for these two. That's how dominant this Mercedes team has been. Well, it's a good job they're not that dominant in something else. Yeah. Um, anyway, MotoGP. MotoGP aside... <laughs> good thing about MotoGP is there's not really that many team orders. There's barely any, if I'm honest. It happens from time to time at the last race of a season. But apart from that, not really any team orders. So they're being they're allowed to keep racing for the rest of the season. So Moto2 should be good eventually. Anyway, MotoGP and don't ask me how this works, because as I've told you before, the Ducati is a dominant force in a straight line. That's uh, their you, you have mentioned it. So they're, they're really good at tracks with long straights. However, Mazzano doesn't really have like that many long straights. It's It's got one that's all right and then broken up by a few corners. But for some reason, this is as Ducati a Ducati track as you could possibly imagine. They are incredibly dominant at this track and no one's ever figured out why. Um, Can we just assume so, they're cheating and just go with that? We can do that, yeah. Okay. I mean, Ducati are a bunch of cheats. Carry on. They are essentially the Ferrari of MotoGP, but without the sort of we've been here forever, Paul. Oh, God, I hate them. Yes. If Jack Miller wasn't riding for them, I would hate them too. Um, so the race starts, uh, and a guy called Pecco Bagnaia, who actually got his, last, uh, his first ever MotoGP win in, I think, 70-plus starts, uh, last week, he takes off. He's gone. That's bye-bye, Peko. More than likely not to see him again for the rest of the race. But I thought you said like this MotoGP thing was like always super close and good. You haven't let you haven't let me finish. Oh, sorry. My apologies for letting you talk about something really boring continuously. <laughs> You're just, you're allowed to you're allowed to talk about Lewis Hamilton. I'm allowed to talk about boring, redundant shit too. Okay. Um, so, Pecco's gone. He he's gone. Jack Miller makes a mistake and drops down to third behind Fabio Quattararo. And yep. at this track, they need as many people to finish between Pecco Bagnaia, assuming he's going to win. And Fabio Quattararo, because those two are the main two in the championship. And Quattararo, I think, had like a 40-point lead or so with about five rounds to go. So it's still very much possible if Fabio has a a couple of bad races. What he needs is as many people at a Ducati track to finish in between himself and Fabio as possible to try and cut that gap down 
before they head to Austin, which is also a Ducati track because the massive straight. Um, so that happens. Jack Miller makes a mistake, drops down to third. Jorge Martin, who's still a rookie in this season, oh, is boy. basically <laughs> is up uh, up Fabio's ass for ages. Leans it into turn ten, which is a double apex right hander. It's shit for bikes because again you have to brake while leaning over, and that's like bike no no one oh one. And the front washes away. So Jorge Martins out. Ducati have lost one of their people that they need to finish in between Fabio and Pekka. So they're one down already. Then not much happens. There's a battle going on further down the field. Uh, Valentino Rossi at his home race because he lives his home uh, his hometown of Tuvalu is less than a hundred k's from Mazzano, so this is more his home race than Mugello is. He is battling for last. Oh, last battling place. for not last. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, with a guy called Andrea Davizioso, who is uh, returning to fill in a seat uh, taken out by Maverick Vinales, who's gone to Aprilia. So he's jumped off the Yamaha, been completely fired, his contract's been torn up, and Lynn Jarvis, the head of Yamaha, has pissed on it. He's gone to Aprilia, gotten I'm, into Q2. I knew that Maverick guy was good. <laughs> Got into Q2 on a bike that he's only just ever sat on. Done not much testing with it at all. And he's up in about 15th. That's because he's... Meanwhile, Rossi and... Yeah, Rossi and Maverick Vinales' replacement are battling for 23rd and 24th. Right. Good... Good for Rock. Is, is, is he just done that thing where it's like, I've, I've retired and now I can't be fucked? No, I think the bike is just genuinely that bad. But doesn't he have one of those Patronus things on his bike? Yes, but and they were really, really, really good last year. But I think they've done absolutely zero development into that bike. Everyone else has done lots of development into their bike. And then basically Patronus is where it was last year and everyone else has moved forward. Uh, and you say they've got the Patronus sponsorship. That is being ended at the end of the year because all three of their teams, they have one in Moto3, one in Moto2, and one in MotoGP. All three teams have done so badly, Patronus is pulling out. <laughs> Well, let's face it, they, they, they've already got like one thing to sponsor that does well. So, yes. why waste your yes. time sponsoring something that doesn't de- deliver? In- point. Yeah. It's, it, when, when you work with Mercedes and then all of a sudden you go to someone who isn't Mercedes and they don't do Mercedes-dominant things... You you pull out pretty quickly. Yeah, you you've got expectations, haven't you? But that yeah, that like, ends in a way that you you want it to end. Like like trying to have a kid with a dodgy laugh. As soon as you hear it, you you pull out pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. You don't stick um, around. Yeah. So anyway, Peko's cleared off into the distance. He's got I think 
five seconds at one point, which is in MotoGP in bikes that is huge. Five seconds is again a really really comfortable lead. Then all of a sudden, towards sort of two thirds distance, the commentators remind us that Fabio Quadraro has chosen the medium option rear, and all of the Ducatis, all of them have uh, chosen the soft option rear. So Jack Miller got ahead of Fabio Quadraro at about five laps in. And he starts to get reeled in and quickly. Fabio gets past Jack, comes after Pecco Pagnaia. And he is coming hard. He is catching like seven-tenths of a second a lap. He is going to get to Pecco before the end of the race. Then this completely unknown rookie called Anea Bastianini on a two-year-old bike. So a bike with absolutely no development at all, possibly the same thing as Patronus, starts rocketing up from about fifth, and he's also on the medium rear. And he's catching Fabio at about seven-tenths a lap, which means he's catching Pecco at about one-and-a-half seconds a lap. He is coming, and he is coming hard to try and win his home Grand Prix. So then the last sort of five laps, you've got Fabio catching Pecco and you've got Anea Bastianini catching Fabio and Pecco. And then there's sort of a duel at the end. It's not that brilliant. Um, and then Pecco ends up triumphant. He wins the race. So he held off Fabio, who was quite clearly quicker. Um, but he only gets five points back in the championship because Fabio finished second. So it sounds like it was really boring. No, it wasn't, actually. Kind of sounds really like it, though, shit, doesn't it? I've done a really shit job of describing it, but it wasn't that boring. You it sure? was boring for parts, and then the end got really, really good. Because it kind of sounds like it might have been boring, Jimmy. It, it wasn't, and you know it wasn't. Anyway, um, moving on to discussions we had before the podcast. You said uh, you don't play cricket much anymore. I know you did actually come from a cricket background. Yeah, I, I, I did a bit in, in my high school days. I, I did all right. Nothing too impressive. Yeah. Were you working for, fuck, who makes pies in the UK? Greg's. No. Uh, you see, I know things too. No? No, you don't. I don't yeah. do pies. No, no, Greg's do you pies. But I'm not really sure what your point is on pies. Have you never heard the phrase bowling a pie? No, no, I haven't. Ah, okay, never mind then. You won't get that. Oh, um, I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm being poked from behind because apparently my wife has a question. So, I was just talking that story that Tom told us about when he got caught short and he needs to have a poo before. Okay, it's a poo-related question. Yeah, so he got caught short. He thought he had enough time. He did have enough time, but the water wasn't switched on for one. That's why no, no. Yeah, no, the water wasn't switched on. No, no, the water wasn't switched on. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Though, yeah. Podcasting. I asked you if you were still podcasting. You said no. No, I said yes, we're still podcasting. Uh, when Tom finished it. Yeah, okay, good. We're still podcasting. <laughs> This is this is really <laughs> professional, guys. I thought it was like a really like this. This is a question that needs an answer right now. So I thought I'd take it. No, it's about my little brother who used to be an estate agent taking a poo. That's good content. 
<laughs> Please continue. Oh, well, he, um, he had to take a poo. And he decided to do it in a flat that had no water on. And my, my actual question was, <laughs> the toilet seat was one of those see-through ones, though, wasn't it? With, like, the fishes uh, on it. Yes, it, yes, it, it was, it, it was a... Yeah, so, um, yeah, he, he had to take a poo. There was no water on in the flat that he was showing. He had got there before the clients and took a <laughs> shit. <laughs> Did he, by chance... Wrap, half wrap it in toilet paper and stick it to the back of the seat just poking out over <laughs> yes. the top yeah he sent it all the way to Australia <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go. yeah yeah he, he sent it all the way to Australia just, no this was a this was a while ago right but, but yes he, he he had to take a he had to take a poop and that's how <laughs> Anyway, yeah, and there was a see-through toilet lid as well, so we couldn't even hide it. I don't know why anyone <laughs> in their right mind would have a see-through toilet lid. Yeah, with the fishies on it. Okay, right, get Jimmy. What were you talking about before I did poo uh, talk? You having a cricket background and not being very good. Yeah, that one. Yeah, definitely on on the not very good. All right, I, I had my moments. I, I played for see? for the local town. Very nice. You said the only time you play cricket is when someone brings it out at a barbecue. Yes, which is incredibly rare. And not yes, because of because... the reasons Jimmy's about to say. No, because... And I don't know why you've done this. England has invented a sport that can only be played in the dry. Should we go and play some... Oh, no, it's raining. Yeah, we did. We, we did do that. Yeah. We, to be fair, the, the the dumbest people I know are convertible owners in England. No, no, they're the Should cleverest. Should go out for a drive? Oh, no, it's raining. No, no, they're, they're the cleverest. Why? <laughs> because they're, they're, they, they've got a convertible in England. They're the most determined people you'll ever meet. No, they're the most stupid people that ever meet. No, they're brilliant because they 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 brought a convertible, and now they they arrogantly drive it everywhere. Like that doesn't doesn't matter where that just everywhere is is driven with with the roof down. They they don't care. I- I don't get it because it it it, it <laughs> rains three hundred and sixty days out of the year. Yeah, that that doesn't doesn't matter. Anything does not matter to those guys. They they are top down, loving life. Convertible life is like it. Absolutely, I've seen people in like I've been driving around with all the heaters on in like minus four. And just being like, yeah, this is freezing cold, and they're just like, no, no, we could no. mate. This is <laughs> this is why I brought this car. But mm. like, I, I, and I should say, I say it it rains three hundred and sixty days out of the year because you guys get two days of summer. That's great. And two then days. there's 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 three days of Silverstone. So we want rain, and it never happens. So you get three days of no rain for Silverstone. And you get two days of summer. Clearly, you weren't at um, the 2008 British Grand Prix. I, that, I am aware of a, I am aware apparent. of the 2008 British Grand Prix. 
No, I was there. I'm man. talking about in, in, in more recent types, not not 12, 13 years ago. Vietnam flashbacks of that day. <laughs> 13 years ago. You 13 years ago, all you like. <laughs> I'm talking about recently. Yeah, okay. It, it, it rains a lot. We. Yeah, we, we suffer with many rains. There, we have convertible owners. They fucking love it. Doesn't matter what the weather is. They fucking love it. <laughs> anyway, we'll move on quickly. Basically, that entire setup was just to get that joke that convertible owners in, in England are, are stupid. There you go. You've, you've had, Stu- stupid smart. You've had a fucking like eight minute step up for a joke that wasn't really that good to begin with. Um, no, to be fair, let's face it, we're we're rambling heavily tonight just to fill for, for time. time and content. I think I think we are already up to the hour though. Oh, definitely, yeah. But between so, the reset and this this new segment, yes. So quickly, quickly, let's move on to Jimmy's people of the week who can get fucked. Uh, I believe you had one. Um, well, I, d- I didn't really have one, did I? Um, the the wife did. Ah. And and that was everyone. She, That's actually a fair point. She decided everyone can get fucked, even Daniel Ricciardo. Uh, I will quickly check, Sam. Everyone can get fucked. Yes. Yes. Daniel Ricciardo. No. No. He he's everyone. Your your wife just told Daniel Ricciardo to get fucked. Yeah, she's rescinded that. Everyone. But Daniel Ricciardo, no. can you be can't fucked. make a statement like that and then rescind it. That's not how that works. Unless so I get fucked in a good way, and then Danny Rick can get fucked, but not by me because he's not my type. There you, there you have what, it. What Every... do you mean he's not your type? But... <laughs> you get fucked in a bad way. Everyone but Danny Rick can get fucked because I love Danny Rick. What Sam's saying is, but Lando can get fucked in a bad way. Lando could be fucked in a bad way. I suspect he might. I don't think she's quite thought out this statement. Everyone. No, she hasn't. No. Lando. Everyone but Lando and Ricardo. All right. Apparently, we're exempt. Really? Even you? Because I mean, you can. You. You are a dick. (laughs) Yeah, I should absolutely get fucked. (laughs) In a bad way. In a bad way. Yeah. I was going to say, that's a pretty good way to negotiate for some fun time, that. <laughs> I should absolutely get fucked. Sam's like, yeah, you know, you're right. Amend statement. Oh, she's amending her statement. Everyone I know personally <laughs> in my life can get fucked apart from you. Everyone's cunts. All right, every, just everyone's cunts, everyone can get fucked, except for the aforementioned people. But you're a cunt. That doesn't change. I'm a cunt. No, yeah, Seb's really knows. not thought this through. Da- Danny Rick um, can't get fucked unless it's in the good way. Right. If it's a good way, he can, he can have all the fucked he, he wants. <laughs> Just not from Sam, because he's not her type. But can I have some signed merch? Yes, because she would like some signed merch. <laughs> 
as if he's going to be standing there ready to go and Sam's going to say, nope, you're not my type. It's not going to happen, mate. She she might. Um, What she likes is um, unsuccessful, pale um, white men as opposed to successful... um, I imagine she's got a big dick. (laughs) Full-blooded Italian men. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Um. Okay, so we'll, we'll move on quickly, actually. Yeah, I'd move on quickly, too. Because... <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've moved on from Danny Ricardo. He is not my type. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, another person who can get fucked, and I'm pretty sure he'd be on most people's list, is that motherfucker who ate the bat in the Chinese market. I am sick to death of him. Because I have been regular sick for the past two days. And, you know, it's just a little bit of sickness, or at least it was yesterday. Today I'm completely fucked. Uh, But because of that, I have not been allowed to work at all with just a little bit of cold and flu symptoms and everyone's panicking, running around, (laughs) saying you can't go out and leave your house and do anything until you get a negative COVID test. I just don't want you... (laughs) Yeah, that's more believable. But to to the guy who ate the bat and shut the entire world down, mate, you can get fucked. Well, the guy, he's got a great pub story in the future. <laughs> no, because you'd never tell it. You would be punched in the face repeatedly by everyone at that pub. Hey, guys, I I was the one. I was the one. <laughs> That man has to hire like six layers of security. Well, as some people would like us to believe, it's just the Chinese government. I mean, the Chinese government had a hand in it by not telling anyone how serious it was until it was way too late. <laughs> oh, guys, everyone be quiet. Oh, damn it, I'm doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck was that? Pretty pretty much a a, a Team America did it so I can do it. But basically the Chinese government went, look, we've got a disease going around. It's under control. It's not that bad. No one's dying. It's just a little bit of cold and flu. Meanwhile, people are just dropping in the streets. And it was only when it left China and started infecting the rest of the world that China's like, Hey, so about that little issue, you might want to take it more seriously. <laughs> just, just guys, <laughs> you, you guys, <laughs> something <We're> fucked up. <laughs> just, <laughs> just turning up, go. Just, just we fucked up. We we really what, fucked just up. We really fucked up, up to the time. UN. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, we really fucked up this time, you guys. <laughs> what do you mean, China? Oh, God. <laughs> what do you mean, China? A bat. A bat. A bat. <laughs> what, like just... the, the Batman? No, 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 no. A bat. <laughs> you You want a bat? No. Stop like eating a, the bat! Like a baseball bat? 
just, God. Guys, guys, we've cooked this up, really. <laughs> I cannot describe then, how fucked up this is. <laughs> and then clearly no one believes them, so they pull out, hey, this is how many people have died, and then all of a sudden they get the Jeremy Clarkson. How, in the name of all that is holy, did you do that? <laughs> With a bat. <laughs> you know, I'm starting to understand these conspiracy theories now. When you say it out loud, yeah. it doesn't sound right, does it? Uh, no, it's, uh, yeah, that's, uh, ooh. <laughs> it, I, I don't believe the 5G one, but the Chinese government starting this as a way to get revenge on the rest of the world? Yeah, I'd go for that. Yeah, I'm, I'm a conspiracy theorist now. <laughs> <laughs> Because, like, if it was one guy, if there was one guy that was patient zero, surely we would know who he is. So we can, was, str- we can string it, string him up. Like, surely this guy would have a name. Surely there'd be, you know, you'd know who made oh, the bat. I, oh, I know his name. <laughs> M fucker. No, no, his name is something wrong. Holy fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I I think we found a natural conclusion to this podcast. (laughs) That has been the CRS podcast for this week. Remember, don't get arrested for public nudity on a nudist beach when you're the only one nude. Yeah, and uh, don't tell small Asian boys to pack their suitcase unless they're eating a bat. <laughs> Does Cortard know something none of us, the rest of us do? <laughs> what, like Sonoda's part? Are you? Is that where you're going with this? Sonoda's part Chinese, and it was actually him. Yeah, he ate the bat. <laughs> like everyone, everyone in F one knows it was him. <laughs> like David Coulthard's gone on like a whiskey tangent because I don't even know that he drinks whiskey, but he's Scottish, so he must. I'm not sure he's a proper Scot. <laughs> I'm not sure he's a proper anything. <laughs> it's a proper chin. <laughs> it's a proper chin and a proper moron. Forget. Looking around at everyone else on a beach, seeing them with clothes on and going, yeah, I'm at the nudist beach. Yeah, this works. (laughs) Why is that woman crying and screaming? (laughs) My baby. (laughs) Uh, Actually, that that does remind me of, uh, of, uh, of a joke. Who's the most popular guy at the nudist beach? I don't know, Jimmy. Who's the most popular guy in the nudist beach? It's the guy who can carry a cup of coffee in each hand and a dozen donuts. Oh, God. Right. <laughs> On that note, we're calling it an end because I'm fairly sure this podcast is like an hour and a half long at this point. So Sorry. If if you, as, as a general rule, if you rock up to a podcast <laughs> and we say we've got nothing to talk about, expect a full 90-minute extravaganza.
it's it's the ramble. It's the tangent ramble. We can't help it. It just happens. <laughs> Luckily, there's anyway, a Grand Prix thank- next week, and I'm sure someone will crash into someone, and we'll have someone to take the piss out of. I I hope so. God, I would like to see Mazepin crash out first lap in his home Grand Prix. That oh, would be Russian excellent. Grand- Grand Prix murder into the first corner. Oh, but like if Putin gets up and executes him for being a failure to the Soviet Union. Oh, oh my God. God, it execute his dad. Just oh, stands up. Execute his dad. Just stands. Mazepin crashes. He just stands up, pulls revolver from his pocket, and just blaps Mazepin's dad. No more Dmitry Mazepin. No more Nikita Mazepin. <laughs> Sex offenders go down by at least one, maybe two. Exactly. Good lord. And we lose a couple of Bond villains. But anyway. That's all right. There's been enough of those movies. Yeah. Sick to fucking death of Bond. Yeah. So brilliant. Next week, join us for what might be um, Russian murder. Nikita Mazepin's execution. Yeah. Oh, that'd be brilliant. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Thank you all for listening. And good night. <laughs>